Hello, this is Miss Becca Honeycutt, host of this podcast, which is Soul Truth Expressed. I am a confident, compassionate shadow healer, empowering women to unleash their raw expression and reclaim their power. If you're looking for more places to get more information and follow what I do, you can find me at Becca Honeycutt on Instagram, here on the podcast um, at Bridging Realms, Bridging Dash Realms on YouTube, um, or at my website, which is www.bridging-realms.com. Anyway, I am happy to be here with you this morning, and there's some stuff that I wanted to talk about and address. Um, I've been paying attention to people I help and their self-esteem, and there's pieces of us. We walk around in the world sometimes, and we feel like we don't matter, like we are somebody else's trash, that we deserve to be discarded. Um and what we learn a lot of the times is how to numb out to our own feelings. And numbing out to our own feelings only solidifies the feeling that we should stay silent and unseen and that we don't belong here. So what is it that goes unspoken in you that if you said it out loud, you know would set you free? That's my first question on offer for you. Because a lot of how we do what we do is if I don't say it out loud, it doesn't exist. It isn't real. And when we do that, we deny parts of ourself. We deny the reality of ourself. There's a lot of our desires, our um, creativity, our expression, how we want to live in the world and how are we supposed to find our expression if we're the ones who are stifling our own voice. So I just want to put that out there and um, see right now if you know what that thing is, that if you said it out loud would set you free, say it out loud right now, just to yourself. When we act like nothing matters to us, we act like nothing happened. We, it's a silencing of our own truth. And we push that stuff so far down, or we can push that stuff so far down to where we forget who we really are. Those pieces get buried in our subconscious so far down. And then we become this other thing that we have put out into the world that they see. And originally this started because we were trying to protect ourselves, but somewhere along the way we get so good at it that we forget who we are and we buried the person that we want to be, that we are way below the surface of what anyone outside of us can see. And now what also over what we remember or that we want and what we remember we want to be and that we want in our lives. So when you're, we're looking to, wake up to ourself to have those things back, to have the creativity, the life force we want. We have to start looking in the places that we buried and that shadow work. There are all the pieces of ourselves that we would pretend rather don't exist, that we have a shame, that we're ashamed of, 
or humili we got humiliated for, we bury those down in our subconscious. And then we wonder why we feel like not ourselves. But the place we won't go looking is the one place that we need to go looking. It's the place where we put all those pieces that we're ashamed of, that we pretend rather don't exist. we got to go back and get those pieces of ourselves. Because we can't be all of us, the whole of us, the total 100% authenticity of us. If we are unwilling to go back and get those discarded pieces that we left behind those pieces of self that we still identify as because they are intrinsic to who we are. They are automatic parts of who our expression is. And we can't bury parts of our expression and keep the parts that we want and expect to show up in full authenticity. It doesn't work that way. And it doesn't mean that we have to, okay, well, I'm going to go down and get this bitchy side and pull it out and just start bitch slapping people with it. That's not it either. There's a way to go down there and get these pieces of self that are holy and sacred to you and brush them off with all the dust and the judgment that we put on top of them, get them clean and clear, and then reintegrate those pieces back into ourself in ways that we do want to express, that hold our strong boundaries. And yeah, that other people outside of us may not like, may not agree with, especially if you've been somebody who's adopted um, the good girl mentality, right? I'll do whatever it takes. I'm tending and befriending. I will um, meet other people's needs over my own. People pleaser. If you've fallen into that category of yourself and people know you as the people pleaser, then yeah, you've got pieces of yourself missing. The life force, the creative spark, that wild woman piece that somewhere in us, I think we all want access to has been forsaken to put on this false identity that we get it right for everybody else, that we'll take care of everybody else's needs, that I don't need anything. I'll help you move. I'll do this. I'll do that. But when it comes down to you being able to ask for help for what you want, you being able to ask for support, you can't do it. Because number one, it challenges your identity. You're the big, tough, safe one. I don't know how to be the person that asks for help. I don't know how to fall safely into somebody else's arms and let them hold me. I don't trust that. I only trust what I can control. I only trust what I know I can get right. So let's look at where have you learned to silence your truth? When did that condition first come in? What was the first memory you had? That your voice wasn't okay. That your truth wasn't okay. And how long did it go on before that became a conditional way of being? 
How many times did it take for you to give up access to yourself and start to become what they needed you to be? And you did it for conditional love to be accepted, to fit in. To get the love. And that also ends up putting our putting ourselves in a box in ways that now we can't get out of. Because if we become the conditioned response, it challenges our identity to come out of that. What are people going to think? I'm going to lose my friends. I'm going to lose my family. You might. But anybody who truly unconditionally loves you, you won't. It's just about communication. And this is where you choose. Are you willing to sacrifice yourself if you know this? And if I'm speaking to you right now, are you willing to continue to sacrifice yourself for conditional love that does not satisfy you? Or are you willing to risk it all to get you back and find the people that will unconditionally love you because of your power, because of your voice, because of how you stand in your authenticity, because of the boundaries you hold. It's a very challenging precipice to be at. And I know this one because I've been there honestly most of my life and I'm still working my way out of some of these places. But there is a ferocity that is waking up, I think, right now after COVID in all of us a little bit. That says, I can't sacrifice myself anymore. I have to be true to who I am. Doesn't mean anybody else has to agree with my definition of who I am. But I am no longer willing to sacrifice myself to please others. I am willing to risk it all to satisfy myself and stand in the truth of who I am because my soul will die if I don't. So when things happen, as you might be asking right now, how do we do this, right? One tip on how to do this is when things happen, when things happen that cause big emotions in you, anger, fear, grief, sadness, that you have a feeling about it, do not stuff it down. Don't pretend like that isn't bothering you. That's step one. You let it out. You let your emotions out and you let them be seen. And if you can't be seen doing this, then do it for yourself first. But let them out. Don't pretend like those emotions don't exist. Number two is to have communication about it. Tell that person what you're feeling and why. They don't have to agree with you. You're just explaining how you feel. You don't have to justify it either, by the way. When you said this, this 
I felt this. And that's what I'm feeling right now. That builds intimacy. And if the other person's going to judge you for it, then you know what's safe, you know what's not safe. That person may not be safe to have this conversation with. <clears throat> and that's okay. Now you know. But we got to test the waters before we know where we can stand. So it's going to be messy at first. It's like that... Um, hose that's been sitting around out back and hasn't been turned on in 15 years, right? First time you turn that thing on, there's going to be like a whole chunk of mud at the end of that. It's going to take a minute for the water to find its way out of that. That's what this is going to feel like. You got to blow those mud chunks off of the front of that, in front of your hose. It's going to feel awkward to you. It's going to feel awkward to others. So step one is feel your feelings. Don't pretend they don't exist. Step two is communicate about how you're feeling. And step three is having your own back. When you're in here. To stand for yourself, to identify with yourself as your own protector versus thinking if I make myself smaller or get it right for this other person, I will be safe. You may have learned that safety equals conflict free and that is not true because you are not safe when you deny the truth of who you are. You are not safe when you go to please others and they don't know who you really are, and that you can't reach the fullness of who you are. Without your being able to do that, you cannot set healthy boundaries. If I don't know how I feel, I can't set a healthy boundary. If I don't know that I'm angry, and if I won't admit that I'm angry, and that what you did was not okay with me, I can't set a healthy boundary. I can't say, I won't tolerate that behavior. That behavior is not okay. When you said that, I got hurt. And now I'm angry. And I will not allow anyone to speak that way to me again. Do you understand? I can't set that boundary if I'm going to worry about looking wrong and getting it right for other people. And I know, like, this is not just like one, two, three, bang, bang, bong, easy, right? I get this. This is a process. It is a process. So if you start on number one, stay with number one for however long it takes you to get comfortable feeling your feelings, saying your feelings out loud, even with you, or sharing your feelings just with you, whatever that is. However you choose to explore this, if you choose to undertake this, be gentle with yourself. Have compassion for the fact that you're trying something new. Don't judge yourself for getting it wrong. 
you wouldn't judge your two-year-old for doing something wrong, would you? They're learning. They're two. This is a brand new thing you asked them to do. They're not going to get it right the first time out or the second time out. It's a muscle it takes time to build. So don't judge or shame or make yourself wrong for not getting this quote unquote right the first time out. If you're trying to get it right, we're already back on the wrong side of the fence when trying to get out. Because now instead of waiting for other people to say that you're wrong and to make you wrong about it, you're now doing that to yourself. So there, do you see that pattern? And even when there's no one else to hold you as being wrong, you're going to make yourself wrong because that's what you've become comfortable with. And it may not be what your soul wants, but it's what our defenses and our ego have become comfortable with. It's what's known. And every time we dive into the unknown, which is usually the new, new ways of being, new ways of owning ourselves, new ways of anything. If we're held to this identity that we were the get it right girl, be the good girl. It's going to take us a hot minute to break out of that. And how do we break out of that? We give ourselves time. Kindness, compassion, understanding. You take all the time you need. Because you matter. And we want to start treating ourselves as if we matter. When everyone else pretends that our pain doesn't exist, they don't see what we carry. They expect our silence. And we learned that conditioning. But how we perpetuate it is by not seeing ourselves, not acknowledging our own pain, not seeing and acknowledging the weight of what we carry with ourselves. That is how we begin to matter. Acknowledge what you feel. with an open heart and love and support for that part of you that's never been able to speak the truth to how she feels. That's how we matter to ourselves. That's how we begin to reclaim the life force of who we really are, to reclaim our own truth, our own power. And even if this all sounds too scary or this all sounds too big, I want you to know right now that you matter, that I see you. Whether you can do this or not, whether you try it or not, you matter. Hope is real. And a way out of this is real. And I want you to know that you're important. And if you need or you want help out of this, 
and you want to do some work in here, come on over to my website. Let's have a call. Let's have a chat. Follow, do follow me on Instagram, learn more things, do self-help work. Even if it's not me that you're following, find something that will show you your way out when you're ready. This has been Becca for Soul Truth Expressed. And I wish you well this month. Again, if there's anything you need from me, go check me out at my website, www.bridging-realms.com. And um, have a great week.